Hey everyone, the global ghost hunt is coming. It's coming next year, 2023, May and October. Get in, get involved, get signed up. What the global ghost hunt is, for me to start with, is a chance for me to work with a bunch of amazing people, absolutely amazing people. Make new friends, make friends with teams, discuss how we're gonna do certain investigations, discuss techniques, maybe get some new ones, but the thing about it is, it's getting our evidence out there. It's getting our evidence out there to the rest of the world on a platform that's gonna be phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So honestly, it's gonna do big things for everybody. It's gonna do big things for me, it's gonna do big things for you if you sign up for everybody. So honestly, get in there. For you, the Global Ghost Hunt will be a platform for you to showcase your evidence, to showcase. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, What's going on, everybody? My name is AJ Capasso. I'm here with Talking with the Source. I'm here with my good friend. Hey, 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 it's Robin oh, from Upper God. Paranormal. Only you, brother. Only no, you. You just had, you could put any one of our videos on at the start. It yep. had to be mine. Yep, I purposely did that because I wanted to make fun of you and have you up Wait there. Wait till yours is released. Yep, that's right, because I know how to control StreamYard. You do not, so I'm happy about that. Not necessarily true. Oh, all right, all right. I better watch out, then. I better watch out. Oh, all right, all right. I see how it is. Oh, yeah? Watch out, watch out. <laughs> all right. So anyway, we have an awesome person who's joining us tonight. Um, he's from Three Haunted Podcast. His name is John Kelly. Let's bring him up. John, John, last week. John what's up, my brother? Hello. John. hello. So Good to see you guys again. Time. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Yeah, it's been a long time. I know. <laughs> right. A couple right. days, maybe a week. Right. Anthony. Anthony, what's up, my brother? I wanted to apologize to Anthony. I wasn't able to come on the other day. I was so Ashley. Ashley, Proby. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we have an awesome guest today. Uh, I wanted to apologize to Anthony, our last guest who was on. I wasn't able to come on, Anthony, and I apologize. I got really sick with food poisoning, like right after I had. It's John okay, AJ. We handled it. Oh, dude, it was. It started with the night with John and John and Ashley on. That's why I was like, oh, I gotta get off the stream right now. I went and I puked right after the stream. I was like, I made it by seconds, John. Seconds. It was great. <laughs> But never eating wings from that place again. <laughs> That's for sure. But anyway, so we got an awesome topic tonight. I want to talk to you guys um, a little bit about uh, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And um, I know, Ashley, look at this. See, she's like, can't wait to geek out with you amazing guys. Uh, the question is, I wish you were on here, but we yes. know the little one's not feeling good. So we hope he feels better. He or she feels better. 
But anyway, guys, so um, Todd's going to be joining us in a minute. Um, but I wanted to start out and ask, which one do you guys want to start with first? There's too many. I just, I love a good conspiracy theory. Although, in saying that, it has to be believable. But there is a lot of, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that I don't think could be conspiracy theories. So reptilians and shit like that are totally out of the question? No, no, Area 51. You're in, you're I'm going in straight 51. to the top, baby. Straight to the top. Uh, how about you, John? What's your, <laughs> what's your, what's your number one, John? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of an alien person, so Area 51's up there with me. So, oh, yeah. I'm getting double team tonight. All right, <laughs> all right. No, no, that's cool. No, Area 51 is, is one of my tops too. I don't really know which one is my favorite because I've been watching so many um, great ones. I mean, a great story, I don't really know if you want to call it. I mean, it is a conspiracy theory, but the whole hollow earth thing has me uh, so fascinated recently just because of that guy. I forget his name. Like, was it Bird or something? John Bird, whoever his name was. Brian Loverty. Who flew. What's up, Brian? But uh, the guy who flew into the hollow earth with his plane and, and wrote everything down. I, th I found that very fascinating. Not, not necessarily that I think I believe it, but I find it very fascinating, you know. But let's talk about Area 51 real quick. So, Robin, what do you believe so much about Area 51 that you're, uh, you know, I mean, I know personally, but I figured I'll let the viewers hear. <clears throat> right, right. So, it's an army base, right? It's a top secret army base. Right, it's in the middle of nowhere, miles from anywhere, and if you cross the line, they can shoot you dead. Right. Come on, really? But that, all, but that also could happen too if you were running at the White House. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but at the know? end of the day, we all know what's inside the White House. It's the president, <laughs> all his aides. And an underground bunker when there's a nuclear strike. We all know that. What's None in of us bunker? know, apart from what Bob Lazar has said and a couple of others on their deathbed, nobody knows what's actually in there. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, look who we had on. <clears throat> we had on Jesse Marcel. You know, his father was, you know, the guy who is was in the picture with the UFO that was crashing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, we've had so much. Hey, Pam, how are you? Um, look, at Ashley said before, Skinwalker Ranch, John. We already got it going. We oh, got yeah. It going. oh, yeah. <laughs> but, John, how about you, man? What is it about <clears throat> one? Uh, there's just, you know, too much there that they're not telling us. And, like, when everybody was planning on storming Area 51, I kind of thought about it. I'm like, ooh, maybe that, that sounds like fun. Let's go try and, and see what we can figure out. But, of course, it didn't actually happen, and I didn't want to get shot. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't sign up for it. But, yeah, it would it would have been pretty cool to get in there and, and just to see. Yeah. Definitely. No, definitely. Ashley actually just said, do you ever wonder – if it's in the middle of nowhere to test underground projectiles and bio-related items far from highly populated areas. This is why I like Ashley, because she thinks outside <laughs> the box. Yeah. No, but, possibly. I, yeah. I, I agree with that. But then at least tell the people what you're doing. We're, right. testing, we're testing weapons and we're testing this, that, and the other. You know, 
Like, I I watched a video. Wait, I want to play devil's advocate, but what if you can't tell the people? Because if you tell the people, then your enemies will know what you're testing. Yeah, but you don't have to give the one hundred percent. Coming to the dark side, people. You don't. You don't have to give them one hundred percent of the truth, but we all deserve some truth, and it had to actually go through the courts. Ho, Todd. What's up, buddy? It had to actually go through the courts. Yeah. For the government to actually release some of it. Okay. Right now, I watched a video the other night on YouTube, and 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 I'll 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 tell you what I'll give the guy's channel out because he does a lot of good stuff. It's called the Y Files. I love as in W H Y. Best channel on YouTube right now. (laughs) Right, and he done he done a video on Janet. You know what Janet is, don't you? The airline terminal that flies from Las Vegas Airport to Area 51 unmarked planes, security planes that are transferred. And Janet is actually just another non existent terminal. But it's not non existent because it's there. Go ahead, Todd. I was just going to say, Area 51, like, it, when they admitted that that place exists, everything had been taken out of there years before, bro. As soon as, like, it started coming public, they're already, like, them mofos are, like, three steps ahead of us. They had an Area 52 uh, for a while out in Utah there, and then they'll just move it somewhere else. Every time they, they, they think that something's going to come out, they're already two steps ahead of us by moving that stuff around. That's why when they said they were going to storm Area 51, it would have been useless. There's nothing there anymore. That, that's gone. Probably when Lazar opened his mouth, it was probably gone. Yeah. See, that's the biggest misconception about Area 51, though. And even, Robin, you have this conception, too, about it, that Bob Lazar worked for Area 51. He didn't work for Area 51. He worked for SR or whatever it was. That S- was S- it was uh, S2. S2. It was on Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't think of the actual name. S2. And uh, he were it was like four miles away from, uh, you know, it's like four miles away from actual Area 51's base. So he didn't actually work at Area 51. And that's the biggest misconception about Area 51 is that Bob Lazar released all this information about Area 51. He didn't. He released it about S2. It has nothing to do with technically about the whole thing. But people have this big conception about, oh, Bob Lazar released all this information. But that's why I think Area 51 is really just a front for what's going on because it's a smoke screen yeah i think that there is one that has all this technology this alien technology but i think that it's where bob may have said because nobody still there is there is if, if they if they keep it in the public eye that area 51 is all top secret then the people who who go there wanting to find out are going to continue to go there when like todd says the stuff sells were, yeah. <clears throat> but but the thing is, it it obviously was once there. Yeah, yeah they they developed even like uh, the SR seventy one Blackburn, uh, s- certain stealth spy vehicles that they had back then were developed there. And Bob Lazar used to take John Lear Learjets. His buddy was the son. Uh, he used to take them out there to watch them test fly the UFOs at night. And they, they even have like a kind of like a crappy old video recording of it. Oh, and nice. he, Bob Lazar used to be like, they'll be here at 1101 on Wednesday night. 
and he started taking people out there. He's lucky he didn't get get smoked over it. He's lucky he didn't get wet works over that because he started telling people like crazy stuff about that place. And they have everything. Like when you agree to work at a place like that or, or at like a dumb, a deep underground military base where they have unacknowledged projects, you sign your life away. They bring you into a room and they're like, you see this bullet right here? It's got your name on it. And if you open yeah. your mouth, yeah. you're going to get lost in the desert. But they were yeah. tapping his phones. They knew his wife was having an affair before he did. Yeah. Because his wife thought he was having an affair because he was keeping all these weird hours. Um, he would work like two weeks straight and then they wouldn't, they were, he didn't go there every day. They would call him in once in a while and say, all right, come work. And then he wouldn't hear from them for a while. And then they'd say, all right, come work. And he got that job through, um, I forget who it was. Was it Edward Teller? Something, somebody had something to do with rockets or nuclear fission or fusion or something like that who had yeah. ties and he ran into the guy at, at like a conference and the guy yeah. got him a job, but it was all yeah, his luck. But I, I tell you what though, you, you, like area 51 is a very intriguing place though for a lot of people. And for, you know, and for myself too, obviously being an alien fanatic, you know, I, I would love to have something come out and be like, we have an alien craft or, you know, that'd be so uh, sick. That'd be awesome. The best thing Bob Lazar ever said was when he busted out his diagram of what he called the sport model, which was the, the UFO that he had the most experience with. And he was talking about the gravity emitters. And he said that they were underneath them when they wanted to fly somewhere. The, the craft would lift up and show its belly where the gravity emitters were. And then it would displace the gravity in front of the craft. And they would just basically point it where they wanted to go and it would go. Yeah. But yeah. in the video that they show, the gimbal video, that's what that craft does. It flips up yeah. on its side, and then it takes off at 25,000 miles an hour. Yeah, That's what was – when I saw that, I said, holy shit. That's exactly what he described. You see it flip up on its side, and they're like, oh, it's going 150 knots into the wind. Boom, and that thing is gone. That's what it did. It lifted up its gravity emitters and was gone. I, w- I want to ask you guys an honest question. This is the most random shit I'm ever probably going to say on the show. But oh, well, God. No, 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 actually, I take that back. I take that back. So what I want to say is, so what do you think happens if an alien in a spacecraft hits a bird while he's flying at 25,000 knots? Do you think the well, bird nothing, explodes? because it's, it's, just, it's just places the gravity. The bird would so just be pushed it out of the way. It just pushes it out of the way at 25,000 miles. Dude, that bird must have whiplash, dude. That bird would be like, oh, what the fuck just passed me? Like, what? Well, well, the if reason why the Sorry, I don't know what happened to If you believe everything that's said about the stuff that's either been found or the stuff that they're making, and I mean, I watched, I can't remember who this one was, but I watched another video one night of these people who, who search for UFOs and they actually, it's a man and woman, like a husband and wife, and they actually went near Area 51 and they sat in the desert outside the gates and they, they filmed all night and there was there was these craft that came in from nowhere and, and they just hovered and they were zipping, like just, you know, at speeds that unknown the man. And this was happening during the night, every night there. And it's like these the these craft. When you say what happens if they hit a bird, well, obviously I know that they displace it, but I actually believe that if they're traveling at the speeds they are, they can still avoid obstacles. I think they're 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 that much down to a T. Oh yeah, 
Well, they have that, to be able to. They would have they would have technology in there that allows them to do because otherwise they would hit a, a, a tiny meteor out in space and be, be yeah. catastrophically destroyed. The the funny thing is, is what those people are seeing are ARVs, their alien reproduction vehicles. Um, according to this Dr. Stephen Greer, they 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 figured out anti-gravitics in the 50s. Whatever we see for technology, like when we saw the stealth bomber, they had already had it for 20, 30 years. Whatever we see from the government, they've had forever. It's old tech. They're way past that. So yeah. like the thing that the, the triangle that they see, the TR3B, you know, that's an alien reproduction vehicle. But there is still a difference. They don't have it down pat. Like they don't have like their fuel system, uh, whatever yeah. the hell that element 115. They don't have that. They're trying to run these things off of like nuclear power and shit like that. So they still make a little noise. You can still see that like rivets in them and seams. A, a true alien vehicle will make no noise. It'll have no rivets, no seams, nothing. But a lot of what these people will see is 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 an alien reproduction vehicle. Um, who's homie there that used to? I forget what the hell the guy's name is. The the guy who used to work for Air Force like counterintelligence. He got big glasses. I forget his name. Um, but he Bob. came out. What's that? Boeing, what's his name? Um, Blackheart or Bob uh, uh, Eckhart or whatever it is. I'll look is it up in a second. Up? But he's been on like yeah. a bunch of documentaries. But he said that even when, if there was a real alien sighting, that the government would find out and they would send one of their alien reproductive vehicles out there because the thing could be there in like seconds because mm -hmm. it can go twenty five yeah. miles an hour, twenty five thousand yeah. miles an hour, and they would send it out there to mess with the people further. So when you when you hear about an alien encounter where they'll see different kinds of ships it may be a scenario where the first one might have been a real alien craft and then the next one might have been an alien uh reproduction vehicle mm -hmm. so the government it would throw people off like that and then they would even go further like he would show up at people's houses and be like hey i heard you saw an alien thing and he's like you know between you and me it really was an alien so they would go off and go nuts about it and, and look stupid really at the end of the day because of the stigma surrounding it at that time yeah. And, you know, they would really like almost like feed him that, 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 uh, I don't know what the, I don't know. He, they basically made this, this one guy, they made like kill himself because they drove him so nuts, kept telling him like, oh yeah, it's real. You're on the right track. And really what oh. he was seeing was their project. He lived across the street from, um, Dulce, New Mexico. And he was like yeah. filming their, their real tech. And then he said, he sent a letter to like the, the Air Force General and he's like, hey, there's a, a weird craft flying around your base. And it was them. It was them testing out their stuff. So they went oh, over I'm there and sure. said, it's an alien because they didn't want people to know it was us. I'm sure that we have so much other technology. I mean, I want to switch gears, though, to another uh, conspiracy theory. One of the ones that Pam said earlier and so did Ashley was Skinwalker <laughs> Ranch that kind of ties into all alien type stuff. John, you want to start off, man? Talk a little bit about, you know, Skinwalker Ranch. If you like it, what do you think about it? Oh, I definitely am interested in it. Um, not only just because of, you know, the uh, the lore with the Skinwalkers that are around there. Um, you know, the first family that had the ranch uh, were setting up a, a cow pen or something. I can't remember what it was. And they saw this, uh, what they thought was a wolf. And uh, it went and attacked their their calf or whatever and it, it wouldn't let go and they shot it like two or three times and it still wouldn't leave it alone and finally it just gave up and, and left but um just watching like there's that show on tv i know tv shows are kind of whatever but uh the history channel show right 
yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. It's it's got me thinking about a bunch of different stuff, just uh how all this other stuff is happening. And I think there's actually like myself, I think there's a portal there somewhere. There um, is up in the sky. There, there is all day. Be. Yeah, yeah, there has to be. So I think that's why they're getting some of the weird stuff that's happening. And I know they're doing a lot of digging. Um, they haven't found a lot there, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's well, where are you, my boy. I'll tell you what, what, what from Skinwalker Ranch, what ties into my own research and one of my devices is the place that, that uh, Mesa behind it Mm -hmm. is like made chock full of quartz. And it's funny that we're talking about this because last night I found a map of high earth magnetic energy fields across the country. It was actually like a U.S. geological map and Skinwalker Ranch sits in the middle of like it was colored like different colors like the pink was the real high magnetic energy it was sitting in front of in the middle of four three or four like huge pink spots and skinwalker ranch was like light pink so that thing is sitting in the middle of like a a field of magnetic energy and that huge mesa is massive quartz deposits and those things together are what fuel paranormal hotspots worldwide. Yeah. Mount Shasta, the Alaska Triangle, the Bermuda Triangle, the Hudson Valley, Bar- Bridgewater well, uh, Triangle, right where I live. It's yeah. well, all huge question, granite, quartz, and high magnetic energy fields. My question is, though, what is it, though, that is actually going on to cause the paranormal stuff? Is it actual stuff that's outside, that's attracted, that's coming in and manifesting in those areas? Or is it something in just in that area causing the effect, causing the effect to making us think that we are dealing with spirit or something of that? No, it's all of it, man. If that that what John was talking about, that family, they experience ghosts, poltergeists, yeah. mm. skinwalkers, uh, aliens. Uh, a portal would open up above the ranch, which yeah. I believe is caused by the 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 quartz and the high magnetic energy field, and what's it's what right. draws them in. Paranormal yeah. investigators, listen, electricity has some of it, but when they bust out Tesla coils and everything, it is a waste of freaking time. It's the magnetic energy. It is not the electric energy. They go after our cameras because there's magnets in the speakers. They go after our radios because there's magnets in the speakers. It's the magnets with the quartz that causes it. And all of our electronics have, guess what, in it? Quartz. Quartz. Yeah. Our watches, our computers. They all have quartz. And when you electrify quartz, it changes the energy and transforms it. It absorbs it and then it transmits it and it causes fuel for paranormal activity, whatever it is. It's all drawn to it. Ghosts, spirits, demons, all of it. It's all tied into that. And that's why when you go to like the Alaska Triangle, they have aliens, they have ghosts. If you watch that show, they have skinwalkers, they got Bigfoot, they got all of it. Yeah. Anywhere that uh, Bridgewater Triangle where I live, Bigfoot, <laughs> uh, puck wedgies, aliens. Every time I investigate the paranormal there, I get paranormal activity on a massive scale. Spirits, deem everything. It, it's now, just John, a, it's the makeup of it. Now, John, I want to say, in that show, they recently did a um, they did a experiment where they brought in a shaman and they did like a. Uh, I think you know what I'm talking about in the show. Yeah. They did like a thermal um, thing of the house area, Homestead 2. Yeah. And yeah. They basically, yeah, they had the shaman come in who did like a prayer or whatever. And 
you saw something manifest like on the screen like some blackness manifest now i wonder like in that area like what do you think is going on john my personal opinion is i don't know if it's technically what we would call spirit there like how he was just saying i think it may just be that energy that he's talking about What, what what do you think in your opinion Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of on the fence on that. I think, I think it could just be the energy, like you were saying. Um, yeah, I don't think that it was necessarily spirits, but yeah. Again, I I don't know. I would love to go. Of course, I know it's never going to happen, but I would love to go and and, and check oh, it out, right. and investigate. But yeah, no. If I, they open that place up for like an attraction to go there overnight, do you know how much money they would want to make? You know they would make, make a lot, but it'll never happen. Just because no. of all the stuff that's happened to everybody that's already been there with, you know, the, the one guy who had the, his brain, you know, the whole thing. Just, yeah. They would never. Yeah, Ashley was agreeing with you, uh, Todd. She says Quartz is so, mm. vibrates so high. Yeah, he it makes does. so much sense. I didn't know the bluffs were high quartz deposits. That She's makes right. so much sense. Yeah. I was reading about it last night, and it's of all the crystals, it's got the highest vibrational level. And if you think about that, if you're if you're into to hauntings, okay, spirits have an extremely high vibrational level. We have a fairly low one. By amplifying the atmosphere with the quartz and the energy, like I do in the power plant, I'm basically closing the gap between us and them allowing for better interaction communication. And honestly, at certain places where there's already that type of maybe geological area, or because I believe that intentions also thin the veil when you have people night after night, after night, after night with the intention of speaking with the dead. And then you introduce that high energy in your own intention. I have seen, I've told you this. I have, I have images of portals on my 3d mapping camera on my own camera, on my damn phone, in different yeah. ways. But when it shows up on an XLS, it's it's weird, bro. It's weird. I mean, I turned yeah. the power plant on in a house a few months ago, and on top of it, this ring of light, it looked like a circle, went circled around the top of it, and then you saw, like, this weird, like, shadow thing, and then it kind of, like, disappeared, almost like it came out of whatever portal that thing started. I de- tried to debunk that, but with the lights off, there's nothing there. I don't need, I, I don't know what would cause a ring of light to open up on a black box. I mean, if you've seen the power plant, it's a black, I don't call it an EM pump. It's not, it's an energy pump. It's got two energy pumps in it with quartz, amethyst, and uh, spirit quartz. And when you jack all that magnetic energy in there, the crystals do something weird that I cannot wrap my head around, but it opens yeah. up doors it thins the veil it 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 makes for better interaction it does weird shit and i think what we're talking about at skinwalker ranch i think what you saw may have been some sort of interdimensional being and these are things i would have never said until i got into this 10 years ago but some of what i'm seeing with these animal faces that we're capturing and these weird things uh that we thought were just demons i I think they may be some sort of interdimensional beings i don't know i don't hate to sound crazy but like that's so hard to wrap my head around like interdimensional beings you know what i mean it's like what the fuck are those excuse my language but what are those (laughs) string theory bro string theory there's supposedly up to 11 different dimensions that are all intertwined i don't know i mean oh you're right you're right i just find it i mean I, i study all that but i just find it so wild to wrap try to wrap your head around it you know it's bizarre and you know what i almost fell over the other day because 
I was I like Chad Kalick personally, so he's got a new documentary on Tubi called Seventy Four Minutes, and basically he shows his best evidence out of his like three thousand hours of investigating. I kind of felt bad for him because his evidence wasn't that great, but whatever. But what 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 I did find intriguing because he's a bright guy is at the end he started talking about how he doesn't think all of it is ghosts or, or any of it. Yeah. I disagree with him there. A lot of it is dead human beings, but he thinks a lot of it may be interdimensional beings or people from the future or whatever. But I think it's all intertwined. I think we got dead human human spirits. I think we got interdimensional beings. I think we got demonical, you know, yeah. entities out there. I know for a fact we do. Um, you know, I think it all theology, it all ties in. Like the ancients talked about all this. Remember the netters yeah. I told you about? Yeah. So the ancient Egyptians had this mystical society called the, the netters. And basically they thought that when you died, you had to navigate through this thing called the net. And those the uh, Osiris, Anubis, all those, they weren't gods. They weren't called gods. They were called netters because what they did is they tried to capture souls and keep them from going to the afterlife. Yeah, and and the, the fact that they have the animal heads, it messed me up. Because of what yeah. I was talking to you about with the animals. Yeah. What do no, you I think? Mean, you're, no, you're on to something there. I mean, who, you know, it's totally right. I mean, what if, I mean, how about this for a thought, thought example? What if what we're seeing with the, when you're capturing those animal heads and stuff, what if you're maybe seeing a say egyptian not god but egyptian person that you know consciously was a priest or something that that manifests himself to you in that way because think about it they always had those animal looks to them like anytime they they represented a god or anything like that so i mean who knows man there's so many ways that you can go with these theories in so many ways i mean of course we're never going to find out until it's our time and i and even then man after me having my near-death experience i don't even think that we're going to find out or know all everything you know what i mean oh, the uh the ancient people from india they're they're whatever you want to call them they didn't call them gods really that's just our like translation no, of it yeah but if you look at what they they have like you know hinduism they have like three million of these entities that they're calling god if you look at them they have animal heads and, and all this weird stuff. And people say it's mythology. It's mythology. Well, what if, if, if these things that we're now seeing, because now we have the technology to see them, uh, what they were describing all along, they were just more enlightened than us or more open-minded. I don't know. What do you think, Robin? Ashley, Ashley, just hold on. Ashley, before you say this, um, Robin, hold on. Ashley just said something that really makes a lot of sense that I totally believe in. You think we see animal heads and hybrids because that is our mind's way of trying to make sense? of and interpret an energy that is vibrating in a way that we can't process through typical 3D manner. And I totally 100% agree with that, that I believe that a lot of the things that we're seeing in this paranormal realm are is a way of our body, our mind, our consciousness um, seeing that energy in a form. Now, I, do we know if that being really looks like a friggin' deer or a moose or a, a goat? I mean, we really don't, but why not? Hey, Sophia, how are you? I mean, I'm not dead, so until I am, I won't know for sure. But I I, I, really, I hope there is a light, and I don't want to run into these things. I don't want to have to navigate some net filled with these animal head, demonic Egyptian gods, whatever the hell they are, whatever you want to call them. I don't want to run into that, bro. That, that's the, I was never afraid to die before. And now yeah. the more I study this, like the freakier it gets, like, you know, I get I, my mind. I told you this before. My mind doesn't stop with this. It's, it's become an obsession. 
to almost oh, to yeah. a, a fault. And um, <laughs> I don't like the idea of it. Like I want to go to a light. I don't want something standing there blocking me from anything mm. else. Yeah. That's what I've seen. You know, they don't look happy. I've seen these things eating human spirit heads or showing me that in some way on 3D cameras. Like I got the yeah. footage. I mean, it's weird. It's weird. And then they're saying, the spirits are saying that this thing's eating me. What the yeah, hell does that mean? Yeah, it's pretty crazy when you hear weird things like that come through because you're always trying to wrap your head around it. I mean, when I got into this stuff, I would have never thought that I was going to get into neuroscience. No! String theory, like, you know, uh, quantum mechanics. Like, I went down the rabbit hole of science where I never thought I would go, especially when in school I never wanted to pay attention. You know what I mean? So now history and shit like that, like stuff I was never interested in, I'm like so fascinated into now because of this work. But um, let's let's just move on to another conspiracy theory. Well, John, give us another one, brother. Oh man, I don't even know. Um, or any talk more. about the banking cabal. Come on, drop it like it's hot. <laughs> oh, sweet. Let's talk about, about the Federal Reserve, baby. Go ahead, and, go ahead and start it off, Todd, because I know you want to go deep on this. All right. So, if anybody knows what the Federal Reserve is, if you look at the back <laughs> of our money, it says uh, like Federal Reserve Bank Note. Okay. It, our money is not backed by anything. It's backed by nothing, okay? And what happened is way back when our founding fathers tried to fight a World Bank or the Bank of England, sorry, Robin, whatever it was at the time. Um, <laughs> but the, these rich bankers, these banking cabals, have been in and out of our money system all along. And in 1913, they held a, a meeting on a place called Jekyll Island off the coast of Georgia. And uh, it's like the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, all the big Goldman Sachs, all these people. And they held a meeting with big politicians and to talk Woodrow Wilson, basically, into handing over the production of our money to them. The Federal well, Reserve, did, let me tell Go ahead. You did, say, you did say bankers, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> the Federal Reserve does not lend the United States of America money. The Federal Reserve is not nothing to do with the federal government. They have no congressional oversight. They have none of that, okay? When, when we ask for $26 million, they don't even print it anymore. It's all digital. They take $26 million, they create it out of thin air. Then the government creates something out of thin air called treasury bonds. They give these to the bankers as like a promissory note. But then the bankers don't give the money to the government they send it to their own banks, okay? And this is when it gets real crazy. So then the banks get, say a bank gets like, I don't know, a billion dollars. They can now, because it's called fractional, uh, the fractional money system, okay? They can now create 90% more wealth off of that because they only have to have 10% of the wealth in reserve to create another 90%. And then that money is lent out to the American people at interest for loans that's how they spike the economy okay but what's but, the theory what's the conspiracy theory i don't get it the conspiracy theory is this is nothing good for us because it's called monetary enslavement yeah, okay but that they, seem like it's a conspiracy theory that just seems like it's a well because they, they'll say that it's not about that but this is the conspiracy theory is that they control the ebb and the flow of the economic systems and can cause recessions and depressions at will just by either raising the interest rate or lowering it. If they lower interest rate, people, American people, people all over the world are more apt to go buy stocks in the stock market. So what happens is they buy these stocks and then these rich bankers 
also buy into the stocks inflating it, right? Then they pull their money, okay? And it causes what? A crash, a pump and dump. Boom. So then all the American people who just put into it lost their money. And then what they do is they come in after and they scoop up these stocks that now everybody lost out on for pennies on the dollar. What was worth $20 a share the day before is now worth 20 cents. I'm they up scoop $2. It up. I'm up $2, damn it. Thanks, Robin Hood. <laughs> and then they lower the interest rate so people have to come back and buy the stocks again. Only they bought it for 20 cents on the dollar and now they're reselling it You know, on a, once the interest rate's lower again for a higher amount. They've made billions. They've built the American government out of billions. We don't need them to print our money. How does the most powerful government in the world need a bunch of bankers to print our money when they're not even printing it? How about this? Think about it. To lead into something else, actually, because I believe that this can fit into it. The secret societies, the ones that you were talking about, that actually... They're all part of it. Yes, that's what I want to talk about, the world the order. The Bilderbergs, all that. It's all the same people. Now, uh, now Robin, we, we've talked about this before, this whole world order thing, this whole, like, secret societies, the corporations that run the world. Globalization. Yeah, globalization, capitalism, all the lovely stuff. Um, what's your guys' opinion on um, these secret societies? And, like, I'll start with Robin first because I haven't heard just, Robin. Just, just to reiterate what Todd was saying, Another thing now, cryptocurrency. You don't see no money. It's all currency online. Listen, I got some crypto. What do you got against crypto? Huh? 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 No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But, anyway, anyway. Uh, what do I think of secret societies? Um, I mean, what do you think about these, these secret societies running the world? Do you think it's true? Do you think it's... Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, I think it's true, all right. That's all you're but, gonna say. That's it. Uh, I, no, I just, I, I, I don't really, I don't really know much about them. So, obviously, they keep themselves very secretive. So, whoa, whoa thanks, Robin. But, Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, people, people will know that they're there. You know, they'll they'll give an, they'll give a. Uh, a name out, for instance, like like yeah. the Freemasons, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. The, they'll, they'll tell you the name of the society, but don't tell you nothing else. So, you know, one secret society becomes two, becomes four, becomes yeah. eight, because, because then the women think, right, well, the men have got one, so we'll have one, so it becomes two. And then, like, Famous people will think, oh, well, hold on a minute. We, we, we want to have our own. So then it becomes three. And it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. David well, Ike said that, that they don't even have the real ones. The most powerful ones don't have names, bro. Those are things we attach to them. They don't want a name because they don't want you to be able to know what's going on, bro. The real yeah. powerful ones, they don't have the Bilderberg group. It was just the name of a hotel where they had this private meeting of people with royal bloodlines, rich people, like, you know, now the, you got Bill Gates and, and his wife going there. You've got the, the head of Amazon. But you got to realize back that, that one conspiracy part about these people, whether it's the Bank of Cabal or anything, there's like five or six companies that own every media outlet in the United States now. There's no more free press. Yeah. There's no more free press. And, and I'll tell you what, Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter, bro. These people that fight over it, you're fighting over nothing. These people are puppets. They're in and out every four, five, six, seven, eight years. 
They're puppets, bro. Do you think lobbyists would exist uh, no. if, if, no, if, no. if no. these people didn't control it? But when they, they give you $10 million for your campaign or say, if you don't vote my way for this chemical plant, uh, you're not going to get elected again. What are they going to do? No, These people may come to Washington with grandiose ideas, but I think when they get there, they get put in a room and they're like, listen, motherfucker, I know you thought this, but this is what the reality is. Okay, yeah. you, you well, want to be a one-term pony, or you want to stay here? Putin has actually Sit. said that in an interview before, but I kind of want to get off the whole politics subject, um, just because I just don't want to deal with people and dealing with politics and whatnot. But that's my point. There ass. is no politics. There is none. It's all no, the rich know, people running no, everything. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But that's the conspiracy. You'll get that. No, that is a conspiracy. You'll get one person though in here that'll be like, "I'm a Democrat, yeah, I know, I'm a Republican," and I don't want to deal with that because I could care less about both. You know, be honest. I could either. It's a waste of air, bro. It don't matter. It's, a, it's not who controls things. No, it's not. I never mean, was. No, I think I think a lot of. I mean, what's your guys' opinion on this? This isn't really a conspiracy theory, but I've noticed that the past five years. I'll say the past five years, maybe ten, but consciousness has been growing in America. Um, like growing in its capacity to where people are, I don't want to use the word woke, but have you noticed that people are kind of waking up and realizing that there's things that people are trying to hide from them, like free press wise, like, you know, certain things like taking away freedoms and whatnot like that. Do you guys think that your like, consciousness of the world is starting to evolve or grow in a way? It was the internet. It was the internet at, at first, but then they took it away. Now they're taking it away. Now that. Oh, well, that's fake news. So so we're, we're going to take that off. We're going to ban you. I just got put into Facebook jail five days ago for, for nonsense, bro. For nonsense. Yeah, but I think that but I think that even though they're trying to do that, I think by them trying to censor these type of things, I believe that it's growing consciousness among everybody because people are actually seeing the the trickery or whatever you want to see in certain people and certain entities of that realm you know what i mean of the the political and whatnot stuff so i'm wondering like i think that uh, people are waking up i believe i think at least i want to believe so i mean john i hope so opinion? what's your opinion uh, yeah people people i I, th I think are waking up to it but i think the more uh, as as far as the paranormal research goes the more of us that there is doing it and then, and the more evidence there is getting out there, then the more we automatically tune into it because we think, right? Well, you know, like when you go, when you go back to the start with the the alien thing, the government weren't releasing nothing, so it was all hearsay. Well, we think this is what they have, and we think this is what they've seen, and you know, what I mean, and then when it gets to the point when they have to release stuff, then it's like. We don't just take it as humans thinking, right, well, they've said, okay, there's a possibility there could be. We take it, and it's human nature as there is, and there's more to it. So when, when, when they step up one step, we go up another two automatically in our heads because we're thinking, well, what else is there? Not, oh, here, hold on a minute. They've hmm. just admitted that there's aliens or, or whatever. We're then thinking, right, well, what else is there? And then, you know, a, a while later, whether it's months, years or whatever, then there'll be something else released that will go one step ahead of you again. But then automatically your mind will then 
put you back up two steps, and it's never going to stop. Wow. You need to remember what we talked about, though, with that, AJ, with the release of that information. That That's a bunch of uh, a crap. Not that there's not aliens. They didn't have to release anything. They did it because they're out of people to blame to, to increase military expenses in the United States and England. They, they're going to drop a false flag on us, bro, with like fake alien invasion or whatever. Why do we need a space force? Why do we yeah. need a space force? They we just want to spend money on military industrial complex. And they ran out of, they ran out of terrorists. They ran yeah. out of lone crazies. They ran out of Kim Jong-Yongs. They ran out of cult. There's no more, you know, they ran out of communists. You know, just like Werner von Braun said, first they're going to blame the communists to increase military spending. Then it's going to be uh, lone crazies like Gaddafi and, and, and Saddam Hussein. Then it's going to be the terrorists. And he said, right before he died, he said, the final card, the final card they're going to play is the alien card. And if you notice, everything that, that Luis Elizondo and Chris Mellon, who spent their entire lives doing counterintelligence, right, the the ATIF guy and his buddy there on TV. You watch yeah. the History Channel, John. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're full of shit because they all want to say that these are a threat. These are. Let me tell you something. If the aliens were a threat, we wouldn't be here. Why bother worrying about it? We wouldn't be here. We don't need to raise defense spending because they will wipe us off the face of the earth in an instant. If they can get here from one solar system or one galaxy to another, it's over. Let me tell you something. So why be on TV going, oh, we don't know what they are. But they're a threat. It's ridiculous. Number one, they know what they are, okay? Number two, they're not a threat. If they were, we'd be dead, okay? We'd be dead. If they want to enslave yeah. us, they'll enslave us. We have no choice over it, but they're not. And if you want to know the real deal, the real story, watch documentaries by Dr. Stephen Greer. He's The guy's real, man. He gives you, like, real experience. Any, most people who have experiences with these entities uh, – have peaceful ones and the ones who don't that's the military bro alien abduction is a military contrived bullshit thing they came up with yeah. you know um that guy i gotta look up that guy's name from the air force uh phil something starts with a d i don't i'll look it up bro but yeah i'm telling you bro it's all it's the next thing if we ever see an alien invasion don't run don't hide don't do nothing except say it's fake it's fake it's a they can do it they can do it. They got harps, so they can mess with our minds. They got uh, holograms. They got alien reproduction vehicles. They got it all. They got Hollywood level CGI costumes. They can. They own all the media Todd companies. Jones. They can do it all. Todd knows. But it, 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 is, it is true in what he's saying from my point of view, anyway. No, I mean he's not wrong. Look at. I mean, I I think there's a lot of these theories. And, and I, I think we're being told the truth in plain sight, and a lot of people aren't seeing it. And I'll tell you, I'll give you an example, right, is what Todd said there. If there was aliens that were coming here and they were hostile, we'd be gone, right? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where you'll know that from, Independence Day. Uh, no, honestly, honestly, but no, it, that's yeah. true. They released it in Hollywood first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, that's what basically what they're saying is they're they're releasing this film to say that if aliens were hostile, this is what would happen. Where's Will Smith when we need to smack an alien? <laughs> Jesus, 
But, but, but if you think about it, it Hollywood for 50 years has produced alien movies that were what? Friendly aliens? Except for E.T. Name a friendly alien. Yeah, I not, can't. Well, I mean, you know, there was uh, Mac and Me, the Disney movie. That was a friendly alien. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about, how about um, what's his face? Uh, the, I can't Marvin the Martian. Yes, Marvin the Martian. Yes. No, yeah, but he was always trying to destroy the world, wasn't he? Say he's not that friendly. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. He always had plots to destroy the world. Like it's all, it's all their plan, bro. For listen, the space force. Come on, what a joke, bro. What do we need that for? The space force. Give me a break, dude. Give me a break. I just wish they came up with a better name. Right. No, it's to build all of us out of more money instead of spending on schools and our kids. Fix the environment. Come up. There's another conspiracy for you. Fossil fuels. Hundred and something years since the the gas combustion engine coming out. We're carrying. I'm talking to you on a computer that used to be the size of a factory room, but they can't come up with a substitute fuel system. Get get out of here, bro. Anytime somebody comes out with it, they seize the patent. They put. Oh, it's national security. It's not. Listen. Right there, national security, bro. That poor guy, Stan Meyer, they killed his ass. He had the the car that ran on water. It's true. Look it up. Stan Meyer. He had a, a, a fuel injection system that you could change out your, your gasoline one for this one. It was going to be 1500 bucks. You could put tap water in it, snow, ocean water. And the government came to him and said, that's a great idea. We want to use it in uh, our tanks, maybe Star Wars. This was back in like the early 90s. They brought him to like a Denny's for like a, a luncheon and all of a sudden he ran outside choking and he died of poisoning, unknown poisoning in the parking lot of the Denny's. The last thing he said to his brother was, they killed me. They actually poisoned me. Yeah, he said they so, poisoned me. Yep. Uh, yeah. They poisoned his That's ass. Final words. That, that was sad to see, man. And then, you know, the best part was they went in and they took all of his stuff. His car was gone. Yeah. Everything was gone out of his house and nobody knows where it is. There was a, a guy in the 50s who made a carburetor <clears throat> that could get 100 miles per gallon. This was in the 50s, mind you. And Shell bought it for him and said that they were going to like expand on it and make it even better. No, we're still getting 20 miles to the gallon. This was back in the 50s. Dog had something, that, a carburetor that allowed you to get 100 miles per gallon. Why? Because of money, bro. Money, money, money. It's all about, it all goes back to money. That was every conspiracy has one goal money. <laughs> I tell you something else Get, getting on the same subject there, uh, when you're talking about fuel and stuff, right? Is is Concord, right? In the 60s, they were able to make supersonic flight that was able to travel at twice the speed of sound, yet they retired it in 2003, and up until now. They can't make supersonic play anymore, but they were doing it in the 1960s. Yeah. You know, so, really, when they said that Concord was retired because they were running out of parts for it, <laughs> it's, it's nonsense because it just seemed that that crash in Paris happened and all of a sudden Concord was rendered no more. But the thing is, now they're saying well, we want to make a different supersonic airliner. Well, hold on a minute. Like I said, 60 years ago, you made the first supersonic airliner that was flying for, what, decades? And it has one tiny little, well, not tiny, but it has one <laughs> flaw, one flaw that has one crash. How, how many 
Boeing 747s over the years have crashed. They're still flying. Yeah. Listen, I got to go, oh. but let me say one more thing before I go, okay? So, oh, oh God, do I even remember what the hell I was going to say? I don't know. I don't know, bro. Listen, either way, it all goes back to the money, bro. All of it, all the conspiracies, it's all it's all about the money, bro. It's all about the paper. Yes. It you is. know, but uh, the fact that, uh, what was I going to think was, God damn it. I don't know, bro. All right, I got to take my daughter karate, though, but it's great seeing you guys. Hope everyone had a happy new year. Uh, don't forget to go to uh, Relatively Paranormal Equipment for your ghost hunting needs, cutting edge devices, uh, relativelyparanormal.com or uh, my Etsy shop or my eBay shop. They're all Relatively Paranormal Equipment. I got SLS cameras for what? $295? $295. Can't beat it. Thank Highest you. quality one on the market. All right. Sweet. Robin, good to see you, buddy. I've seen AJ, John. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Guys you guys can talk now. Sorry, I didn't mean to hog the conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I right. just get excited. I get excited about right. the topic. Bro. Good. I love it. All right, brother. All right, soon. guys. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Peace out. Right. Yeah. I right. So, AJ, just just before we we change topic again, do, and, and obviously John as well. Do, do do you not think that in what what I was talking about in the in the supersonic flight? This is another thing, again, I, I think it's going back to Area 51 and all these craft that they're building and testing. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer, and Julie will tell you, because she, she's heard it enough times from me, mm. when when you're watching a movie, right, and you'll see something in it. Like, for instance, I tell you what, it's not even a movie. When you're playing the zombies on Call of Duty, for instance, right, and they have these teleporters, where are they getting the ideas from? Because to me, this they're building them teleporters or ones like that in there. The the ideas have to come from somewhere. You know, there's not going to be someone that's going to be sitting in the, in their house with a cup of coffee and a notebook and think, ah, I know, I'm going to invent this big thing that has all these springs and wires going into it. I'm going to call it a teleporter, and it's going to transport people back in time. I mean, you have a point. I mean, who, yeah. you know, if it's obviously thought of, I mean, why not could it be made? I mean, you're absolutely right there. I mean, it's anything. It's anything. You know, uh, invisibility cloaks, apparently, that are. Well we, that... Already, well, we already have. We already have that technology, though. It bends. Yeah, but, but I'm just but... saying that there is these so, things. You'll, yeah. you'll watch a movie or you'll play a game and you'll and you'll see something and you'll think. Whoa, well, hold on a minute. I wonder where the idea came for for that. I don't oh, think yeah. the idea was just invented for it. I think something along the lines of what you're seeing is actually being invented. Yeah. Right. No, I, yeah. I agree. No, I agree. It's definitely got to be some kind of like alien technology. Like we've been saying, they're way ahead of us. So yeah. if we have them here and we have the bases and I believe that they're actually working with aliens, you know, to build some of this stuff for our armies and for God knows what else. But so I think that's where they get the ideas. They're like, oh, well, we'll just throw this in there. Like we were saying earlier, again, a little bit of truth in the movies in in whatever. So just kind of yeah. baby stepping us into it all before they've yeah. been like, yeah. pow. Here a, you go. a lot of it, a lot of it, again, like Todd said, is the the governments and the companies losing out on money right yeah. now. I, I, I've obviously been to Florida and I've been to New York, right? Each time I do that, 
I've got to go to the airport. I've got to go through security and check in and stuff. Then you've got to get on a plane and you've got to sit eight and a half hours on a flight across, right? But the thing is, why, you know, in years to come, will there not be a building that has loads of these teleporters and you walk, for instance, right, you walk up, pay whatever money it's going to cost you to get there, walk in, boom, straight there. Right, kind of like the Jetsons, basically. The exactly. Cartoon. Yeah. But, yeah. But the thing is, then you're going to have, like, Airbus, Boeing, all these companies that are going to lose out. Oh, yeah. Then you're going to have all the airports that are going to have to close because unless you're an enthusiast that owns planes, nobody's going to be – I'm not going to pay it or sit on a flight for eight and a half hours when it can be there in 10 seconds. Right. That's exactly. why That's why I believe a lot of new stuff doesn't really get invented that can help us out a lot because all these corporations are like, well, you're taking away from what we're making money, so that's not going to happen. And it goes back to what Todd was saying. It all goes back to the money. I mean, you know, it's absolutely right. But um, instead of switching subjects, I actually have to get ready for work myself. But um, I want to say thank you guys for coming on. We're going to do this again for sure this week, hopefully. Yeah, because I've got a few more I want to comment on. (laughs) Yes, there was a lot that we didn't comment on that I want to comment on. So, but John, are you free this weekend? Um, Depends. I know I've got a couple of my own podcasts going this weekend, too. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, we'll touch base. We'll touch yeah. base. We'll set up something and we'll get going. And then we'll get Ashley going because I know Ashley wants to get on here. Oh, yeah. So yes. thank you for the for joining, Ashley. <laughs> so, but yeah, we'll get her on here too. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, a bunch of other ones the hollow, the hollow earth, uh, yes. just everything. So the I, cure for cancer. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. But hey, guys, thank you so much for talking. Appreciate you guys. And uh, until next time, uh, you've watched another episode of Talking with a Source. But real quick before we go, John, shout out your podcast, brother. All right, 300 Podcasts. You can catch us anywhere you stream, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. We're even on YouTube. Check out our website at 300podcast.com. Links to episodes are there. You can listen to the episodes there as well. Um, Links for merch. We got merch coming. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Check us out. Awesome. Awesome. And Robin, go ahead and shout us out. Hey, Jan, Robin. (laughs) Good job. I love it. Right. No, uh, talking with the source podcast streaming on. Oh, streaming on everything you can possibly imagine from YouTube, Twitter, Facebook to Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the listening things, you name it, you could find it. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for joining me. This has been Talking with the Source.